Nā mihi nui ki e koutou katoa. I'm Sue Berman and this is Kuratūturu Real Gold. Today I'm talking with rare book specialist Jane Wilde, who's been recently immersed in all things Shakespeare. Uh, kia ora Jane. First of all, perhaps you can just tell me a little bit about Folio 400? I can. Folio 400 is the name of a website that is celebrating the fact that this year, 2023, is 400 years since the first folio of Shakespeare's plays was published in 1623. And we're quite excited that we are part of those celebrations. On World First Folio Day, on the 23rd of April, we had a big celebration where we featured our Auckland First Folio, um, the real copy, which is currently on display in a brand new display case on the second floor of the Central Library. And we had some experts. We had uh, David Ashman, who's just done some work um, looking after our copy, which has meant that our copy is now on our Kura platform online. And we had an academic, Sophie Tomlinson, who talked about a lot of the sh- uh, sort of influences of Shakespeare right coming right up to Auckland, where we have had a tradition of summer Shakespeare at the university. And she had a great talk about that, which we're going to feature on our podcast. And then we also had an actor, Michael Hurst, who's very much associated in Auckland with Shakespeare. And that was a joy to have him actually including things like to be or not to be um, from Hamlet, which we had open, our first folio open mm. at Hamlet. And then we had some of our librarians doing some more sonnet reading. So that was a great, great event. It really was a lovely celebration. It was mm. a, a pleasure to be here on that day. And like you said, we're putting that together as a another podcast opportunity for people who weren't able to join us um, to have a listen to that. But um, right now, the opportunity still exists for people, one, to look at the first folio in the case. And then also in our reading room, you've put together a a lovely case. What can you tell us about what we're looking at? Yeah, well, it's a bit of fun in the reading room in the Kura Tuturu Real Gold case. We've got, um, we've kind of met an interesting challenge where we've got the complete works of William Shakespeare in eight volumes. So they are, um, they are miniature books um, because you couldn't get all of those plays in the quite small case without them being pocket editions. And it's quite an interesting pocket edition. It's very wee, isn't it? It was, it's, it's very wee, but it's actually quite legible. Um, like, um, you can stand there and still read it. You don't need a magnifying glass. Um, and it's a bit of a, a Victorian kind of um, craze, really, to have pocket editions. You could have your, your favourite volumes of Shakespeare in your pocket. Um, and these ones were published, it's called the Illustrated Pocket Shakespeare They were published in eight tiny volumes by David Bryce and Son in Glasgow in 1886. And David Bryce, um, father and son firm, became one of the world's most prolific and successful makers of miniature books. David Jr. became the sole proprietor when his father died in 1870. And he used um, really kind of up-to-the-minute advances in photolithography 
to get the volumes into that tiny miniature format. He also worked with um, an association with Oxford University Press where um, they had a process that made this ultra-thin opaque paper called India paper and that enabled these um, very small text blocks. So um, it made for a very um, successful uh, business for David Bryce um, until it um, basically folded um, later on financial difficulties around 1913 and it, it, it was eventually sold. Um, but he, he was a very prolific I think he did over 40 um, miniature titles. And it's lovely having this set of Shakespeare. Yeah. So we've got four of them closed and four of them open. You can read the title pages. And in one of them, you can still see um, a pressed plant in the Merchant of Venice. So you kind of get the sense that maybe someone was sitting in a garden and um, just popped that plant in. Um, and so it's rather sweet to see. It is. It's interesting you should say that because I was thinking, you know, about going wandering through the countryside with your pocket edition yeah. of Shakespeare and, and sort of sitting under a tree to read. Um, and of course, that was also a very Victorian thing to do, wasn't it? Pressing flowers into your... It, yeah, it's quite a romantic kind of notion. <laughs> and um, just to kind of set that off, we've put um, a facsimile into the case, which is um, called The Long View of London from Bankside. And that's an etching, a panoramic etching, made by someone called Wenceslas Holler. Um, he actually did it in Antwerp in 1647. And it's a panorama of London, which is based on drawings that um, he did while he was in London in the early 1640s. And um, it's taking a single viewpoint. It's the Tower of St. Saviour in Southwark, which is now Southwark Cathedral. And that's where he did the drawings. And it has the River Thames curving from left to right past the viewpoint. And it's a massive thing. It was work, it was etched on six plates. Um, so we can't fit the whole thing. The whole thing is about nine feet or 2.7 meters in length. Um, but we've put the section that has the Globe Theatre um, into a sort of backdrop for the complete works of Shakespeare. So it's a bit of fun to see um, this incredible um, drawing um, that's it's quite a feat. Mm. We don't often have facsimiles in that case, but um, it actually served as a really nice backdrop so that um, you get a sort of sense of what London was like at the time of the publication of the first folio. It's um, a very fine, a fine etching, isn't it? It's got it is. great detail in it. It is. And um, just noting that um, Wenceslas Holler, he was born in Prague. Um, he died in, in, in London. And there's quite a lot of his work at the art gallery over the road. I've, I've looked up on their website and I can see 12 works by Wenceslas Holler. So you can see some of his, of his real engravings um, over the road. But um, if you want to see this facsimile, it's, it's quite something. At the moment, it'll be in the case um, right through May. But after May, um, it'll be available um, for, for people to come in and unpack because it comes in a a purpose-built sort of case, a bit like a clarinet case, where you can open it up and it'll take an entire reading room table to, to view. So I hope people can come and enjoy that. Is there a word used to describe, you know, fans of Shakespeare? Are they Shakespeare files? or <laughs> They probably are lovers of Shakespeare, Shakespeare files. I mean, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon, really. Um, 
and yeah they come in all shapes and sizes um, and I think it's it's a wonderful thing that people can um, for us come and view the first folio while it's on on display on the second floor but they can also come in and ask to see it as, as well as the other uh, folios so we've got I think we're the only library in the southern hemisphere that has all four of those folios um, and we are going to be featuring those through the year as part of that Folio 400 um, special year of celebrations. We also have, um, because of the work that's been done in our first Folio, an online edition on our Kura platform. So you don't even have to come in. You can actually view that from home or from anywhere that you can go online and see it page by page. And that's pretty special because it means you can also zoom in and Ours has got some quite interesting annotations on it, so um, it's going to be quite a treat for, for research purpose. Mm, lovely. So we'll pop, listeners, we'll pop that link into the um, text so you can click straight into it. Yeah, and we've just had a blog post done, which I'll also give you the link for, um, where Dr Hannah August, who's been looking at 17th century plays across Australia and New Zealand, finally got to see our copy um, when it had come through preservation process and she's written a really entertaining blog post about the signs of use on our first folio um, likening it to a, a drinks coaster as well as a as a great tome so have a read of that too fantastic so really Auckland Libraries has you know like a whole lot for Shakespeare files and right through to sort of more contemporary interpretive work and of course we've got the Māori sonnets that were read during the... Mary Mu Penfold, that's Penfold. right, yeah. They were, um, so that was a translation of a number of um, the very um, famous sonnets by Shakespeare, translated at about the year 2000 by the academic Mary Mu Penfold. And at our, um, to conclude our Shakespeare celebrations, we had a double reading by Rob Irawera and Andrew Henry from our team, um, and that was a real highlight, to, to a high note, really, to finish on. And doesn't it link really nicely at the moment into our gallery exhibition? True, with Tara? it does, because we have a cover um, Holloway Press edition of Mary Mary Penfold's translations of Shakespeare's sonnets uh, that's actually printed by Holloway Press for um, by Tara MacLeod, and that has a uh, very rare image of the Drewshot portrait of William Shakespeare with a tāmoko. So um, that's the cover that you can visit while the Tara MacLeod show's on. And that's um, going to be on till mid-July 2023. Fantastic. So listeners, I really encourage you all to come in. There's so much to come in for. Um, if you're lucky enough to hear this before this coming Saturday, the 20th of May, this is a sort of invitation for people to True. come to hear more from Jane and Renee Orr um, talking about the various mm. the four Getting folios. Up, up close to those four folio and also seeing the uh, poems and the that was a 1619 edition I think of the of Pericles so um, yeah quite a bit to see if you're able to come in on on that Saturday the 20th of May. Thanks so much Jane. It's a pleasure.